Welcome to the Voice of Fandom Podcast. The one place where you, yes, you, you, the viewer, the fan gets to connect and interact live with the host and talk about your favorite sports team, athlete, or game of the week. And speaking of host, he's straight up, straight to the point. And with a mic in his hand, he lets you know he don't give a sh. Former pro wrestler and your host, Kingston Robinson. Let's go! Hey, golly, look at this. Man. Hey, yo, we... <laughs> hey, man, you know, it's, it's real different. I'm going to be honest with you. It's, uh, it's real different doing this podcast after being on Twitch for a little bit. It really is. But we, we not even... We're not even jumping to that yet. I'm getting ahead of myself. Welcome to the Voice of Fandom Podcast. It's your boy, Adrian Armour, a.k.a. Actually, it should be the other way around. It's your boy, Kingston Robinson, a.k.a. Adrian Armour. You know what? We all the same people. What's up, y'all? You know, happy holidays and all that. We got we got one more. We got one more ahead of us. And it is the illustrious New Year's. New Year's to bring about all new things. New Year's to bring about uh, new beginnings, uh, new grinds, uh, new things to learn about yourself. We got we got new playoff season. You know, this this is a whole whole new era right now. And I am just happy to be here to talk about it. And uh I mean, I won't be talking about it on here. When we get to the new year, uh, we will be talking about it on twitch.tv slash gamearmorgame. If you're not following already, you're sleeping because we've been streaming. Matter of fact, yesterday I, I almost streamed uh, the entire day only because um, I, I had the household to myself. Um, and I decided, yo, just, just set up and we just going to roll and do whatever. And we play some 2k. We talk some sports, uh, with the chat. <clears throat> we, uh, threw some shots up for Mr. Dewey Haskins. Dwayne Haskins was waived by the Washington football team as of yesterday. Um, and then, you know, after that, we played a little, uh, control, literally a little, um, uh, that game scares the shit out of me sometimes. Uh, so it's funny. I, I clipped a uh, I clipped a clip of me playing control. And it's funny because people started uh, hitting me in my inbox. And they're like, yo, where are you playing games at? I didn't know you had a Twitch, blah, 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 this and that. And I'm like, <laughs> that lets me know how much y'all just scroll through news feeds and don't like gather anything. They just... They just scrolling through, which I do at times. I do at times. Sometimes I just be scrolling. Sometimes when I go to uh, people's stories and stuff like that, I just be clicking through it. You know, I don't even know why I do that because I'm not consuming anything. I'm it's just that's that's what I'm doing. Uh, but let's get to it. <laughs> like I said, this is so different. Uh, recording recording this podcast um, uh, without being on Twitch now, I've gotten kind of used to, uh, the video, video consumer and, 
and how active Twitch has been. Um, I think I mentioned this last Tuesday. Um, you know, Twitch has Twitch has kind of come in, and I know a lot of people that's already had Twitch. So the instant and everyone's looking for instant gratification when it comes to anything, but the instant uh, response and the instant interaction that has happened with Twitch has been uh, really, really great. Honestly, uh, last time I was on here, I think we were, uh, what were we trying to get to? I think we were trying to get to 200 followers. Uh, I'm pretty positive. And we got to 200 right at the end of last week's podcast. Um, as of this morning, when I woke up, we're at like 301, 302. So that's another hundred in a week of, uh, followers and new people that have decided to get on board. And I can tell you already, um, that is a uh, hundred times over wh who's been following on here. And it's because Podbean is a niche app. You know, if you don't already have Apple music, if you don't already have your, uh, your Spotify accounts or things like that, that you listen to your podcast on, you more than likely would not even have this app. Um, and if, unless you have decided to support your boy or support any other small pod podcasters, you probably had no reason to download this app. So I appreciate the people that have been on here, that have downloaded this app, that have been on this app uh, just to support your boy or to support any other small content creator. I decided to move to Twitch, uh, one, because I wanted to... One, express my gaming side, and I finally have the uh, capabilities and all of the things to be able to do so uh, in, <laughs> in the crazy way that I have my rig set up. Uh, but also, it's a, it's a bigger platform. A lot of people have Twitch, whether if it, Twitch has almost become a YouTube-style platform where you can create, but a lot of people are there to view, to watch. Um, and then also streaming has become such a popular thing uh, now since these lockdowns have happened. And a lot of people are looking to, you know, hopefully break big and make a lot of money. And that's not really my goal because that's not really my goal with this podcast. It is my goal to make a mental vacation for my consumers. Um, it is my goal to be able to shoot the shit with the people that follow me, the people that, um, you know, help drive this whole thing. If, if every time that I hit record or every time that I hit, you know, go live and it was zero viewers, I would have no reason to do this. I, whatever I'm talking about isn't reaching anyone. But even if it's just one person, even if it's just one person and they turn this on and they put it on their phone or they put it on uh, their, you know, Bluetooth speakers or their earphones or whatever and doing whatever they're doing with uh, throughout the day. And it's just, I'm just background noise or I'm in the forefront or I'm playing second fiddle, whatever it may be. I am in hopes helping and aiding this person to have a mental break from all, <laughs> all of the bullshit that has gone on in 2020. Um, or maybe someone that's listening is a future content creator themselves. And in me 
doing what I'm doing or sharing the advice that I do or whatever it may be helps open the door for them to also do this. I am not, whether this goes big or not, I am not going to be one of those content creators that keeps the secrets to themselves. <laughs> I have already shared, even though I feel like I'm very uh, uh, <laughs> uh, underknowledged, I don't know, for lack of better terms, um, in the you know Twitch world and things like that, because I just got into it. But there is a lot of people that have been asking me, Yo, how does Twitch go? Yo, you know, I, I see you have triple digit followers. Yo, I see this going on. You've only been really streaming for a few days. How how are you growing so fast? And I give all the knowledge that I can. Because to me, <laughs> it's all about growth. And you learn things to be able to pass down the knowledge. And if you decide to keep that knowledge hostage, um, you are really just a uh, thief of the mind yourself. Uh, and that's how I've always thought. Um, when I learned things in wrestling, I the next next young guy that came by, I would tell them exactly what I learned. It's not a secret. People people use that shit as leverage because they don't have anything, you know, useful or thoughtful for themselves. Um, and I think that is the best way to make sure that not just the next generation is better, but that our current generation continues to evolve. But, <laughs> uh, say, hey, I need, I need somebody out there, you know, if this ever blows up or whatever, I need somebody out there to clip all the mental bombs that I drop in the show because it always comes so randomly and it's never planned. I don't write down anything for this show. Uh, the only thing that I, I map out are the notes that I have for each and whatever game. Um, and then like news. That's pretty much it. <laughs> I, I have like clip notes. I don't really structure anything. Uh, but, but there is one thing that is structured. There is one thing that we got cooking. And that is... The fact that Kansas City Chiefs are the number one seed, the number one seed in the motherfucking AFC. I told y'all. I told y'all, look out. Now, 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 now. We're going to get to the nitty gritty because I know you would think on paper, Kansas City Chiefs, number one seed, the only team with a bye because this year, just one team in the AFC, one team on the NFC gets a bye this year. You would think on paper, I would be very excited. I would be game. I'm not. Now look. Now look. There is something about this team that has been, I don't want to say troubling, but has been uh, something to really scratch your head on. And I'm not on that national bandwagon train right now of, oh, my gosh, they're not covering the spread. Oh, my gosh, they're not blowing teams out. This this is the Kansas City Chiefs. Like, they should be. Stop. I, I'm not. I'm not on that train. Because the Chiefs are better than they have been. They are better than they were the, the year they won the Super Bowl. 
They are better in point differential. They are better in yards per game. They are better in points allowed. They are, they are a better team. The only difference is what's happening on the other side of the ball. The teams that play the Kansas City Chiefs are not only, they're not just playing the Kansas City Chiefs with a newer quarterback, a very good tight end, and a fast guy at wide receiver. That's how people used to play them. They are not that team anymore. They are now playing the Kansas City Chiefs former Super Bowl champion with a former MVP, Super Bowl MVP, one of the greatest tight ends to play football, and now who is regarded to be a top five wide receiver in a suitable defense. Teams are not going to play us like they did last year. They're not going to play us like they did the year before. That is why these games look grittier. That is why these games look harder. But you know what worries me? Is the fact that the Chiefs act like it's not a big deal. That's what worries me. Because even in a game that already wasn't played too well, for a game that was tied, which already at that point in the first quarter should not have been tied, but tied with the Atlanta Falcons. You do a play that is a pass, pass play off of the shift the Rose Bowl right formation, and you pass to Mahomes while he's covered by the best DB on the Atlanta Falcons. In Keanu Neal. That lets me know. They don't care. That lets me know. They have all the confidence in the world. That they can win any game that they are in. Mahomes has said multiple times on, you know, post-game pressers, pre-game pressers, after practice, all that kind of thing. Uh, he has said multiple times about how the team knows what it takes to, you know, win games in a deficit or, you know, win close games or squeak out one at the end and all those kind of things. They also know what they're capable of. They know they don't have to uh, rely on a power football or rely on the pass or rely on the defense or no, they can just turn it on. They can just flip it. And all they have to play is a solid seven minutes of game time football. And then all of a sudden they're winning and it makes no sense. But that worries me because when it comes playoff time, it's a little different. You are not the, reigning Super Bowl champs when it comes to playoff time. You are not a Super Bowl MVP. You are not a top five whatever because everyone that is officially in the playoffs play like they are going to be 
the next Super Bowl MVP. Besides Lamar Jackson, he plays like he's going to be the next backup. But that is just, it's, it's so baffling to think about. You know, remember week five, the Raiders won the Super Bowl, right? They beat the Kansas City Chiefs. John Gruden and all his crew got fined because they're celebrating so much with no mask in the locker room. Everybody's saying the AFC West is on notice. I had a guest on my show tell me that it's going to be Raiders Chiefs in the AFC Championship. Chiefs Kingdom gave a Raiders fan way more press in uh, Raider Cody on Twitter or whatever his name is. Chiefs Kingdom gave this Raiders fan so much press there is a parody account called Chief Cody or whatever that trolls him. That's how big the Raiders made that week five win feel. Now they're not even in the playoffs. I told you. <laughs> I told you a lot of things throughout this, this 21 episodic adventure on uh, Podbean. And it is pretty ridiculous because I, I am not a NFL insider. I'm not a media anything or anything like that. I'm not. I am just a guy that is telling you everything that you need to know. <laughs> But the Chiefs will have a fortunate situation in the fact that not only do they have the, um, you know, the number one, number one seed and they'll have the buy and home field advantage and all those things, which home field advantage to me isn't too big of a deal this season because we just haven't done that great at home. On the road, incredible. Never lost on the road this year. 8-0. How crazy is that? At home. I mean, granted, granted, we've only lost one game. So, like, ah, but the play at home just hasn't been that great. But whatever. But they have a chance, week 17, to start to sit their starters, which... I'm always so, um, I always feel some type of way when it comes to the decision to start, start, I mean, to sit starters. Only because this past game just did not look good against the Atlanta Falcons. It didn't. Despite everything I just said about uh, every team shooting their best shot and it's their Super Bowl and all those kind of things, it, it still was not a good looking game. Mahomes didn't look great. He admitted that. He wasn't setting the right protections. He wasn't, you know, getting his guys in the right spot. And maybe that's just mental exhaustion. Maybe that's just a situation where they've been grinding. They've been going granted. They're not in the same probably exhausted state as the Steelers may be because the Steelers basically got robbed of their bye week and have been playing straight through the season. But it is a... Mm, 
interesting situation because you have to also think about the caliber of play that's happening. Like I said, everyone's shooting their best shot at the Chiefs, which means <laughs> they may be playing a bit harder than the Steelers. I mean, obviously it's shown because, well, look at the records now. I told you from the very beginning, the Steelers have a lot to deal with. And their weakest link is their quarterback. And you see what happened when Ben actually started to play. Granted, I believe the Colts completely folded and the refs decided, well, Colts, if you're going to fold, we're going to make sure Ben is all right and they can win this division. I'm not saying the refs did that. It was just, it was a combination of things. Everybody's going to be like, oh my God, here you go, Steeler hating again. No, I never hated the Steelers. It's just, it took them losing the same way that they were winning for people to realize there is literally nothing different that's been happening. The drop passes, I talked about it weeks ago. Ben's bad play, I talked, I talked about a week ago. Not a week ago, weeks ago. No running game, talked about it weeks ago. Yeah, this, the defense can blitz. Yeah, the de and Mike Tomlin hasn't been shy of saying, oh, if we can't get there with four, we'll get there with five. If we can't do it with five, we'll send six. That's great. What is everyone else on the team doing? It's, it's, I've been saying it this entire time. It's just, it just hasn't been good play. And when teams aren't scared of them, then it means nothing. It literally takes a team that's just not scared of them. You saw what happened when they played the Bengals. The Bengals weren't scared. The Bengals were out there swagging on them. When the Cowboys put in Ben DiNucci, he was like, yo, I'm going, I'm going to shoot my shot. Also, I don't know what it is about the Steelers versus third-string quarterbacks, but they also need to figure that out because, I mean, I don't think they're going to meet a third stringer unless, no, I don't think they're going to meet a third stringer at all, but I yeah, know it just, it just doesn't look good. But anyways, that's the Steelers. I think we can settle off of them for right now. They won their game against the Colts. They have sealed their crown as the AMC North when the Browns were just right there, but then the Browns, oh boy, the Browns. Did the Browns show us that the, the culture is still not, still not there? Granted, what were they out? Uh, eight wide receivers and three offensive linemen. That's, that's hard for anybody. So I can't say the normal Baker Mayfield's a bum. How could he? How dare they? I, but how many times, how many times are you going to be in a situation where, especially now and this COVID world that we are in, that a lot of your star players are going to be gone and you still have to figure out the, how to win a game. We are no longer in the like grace period where we can move things around. And, uh, 
you know, delay games and do it. No, 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 no. No, we're not. We're not there anymore. We're, we got the playoffs in two weeks. Some people, actually very few teams, still trying to grind it and make it out. <laughs> it's a crazy time. It is a crazy time. So with that being said, let's go through what the hell is going on in the league right now. Uh, because, of course, if you weren't around, I did not do a show on Thursday. But we got a lot of football to fucking catch up on. And you know what? I typically don't hit my vape or try to make loud noises uh, during my podcast. But fuck it. It's the last one. So here we are. And if you move to Twitch anyways, you better get used to it because not only will you hear it, you will see it. What a time. And I'm going to answer this message too. So we can start with Viking Saints because that happened on Christmas and it was almost a very monumental game. I mean, yes, the, the Saints put up 52 points against the Vikings, who are very hot and cold this year. Um, really just depends on what Dalvin Cook is feeling. But who really gives a fuck about the Saints? I'm so for real. You know what? If we're going to burn this bitch down, we're going to burn it down. Who really gives a fuck about the Saints? And this is why I asked that very vulgar question. Yeah, see, the chat telling me to talk my shit. So I'm I'm going to talk it in a very phenomenal way. Alvin Kamara had a chance to break the, you know, uh, single game uh, touchdown record. And then <laughs> they dial up Taysom Hill to take the touchdown away from him. I, I don't know if the Saints have figured out, but their boy toy Taysom Hill, y'all, he's not all that. He's just not. When your best athlete, and to me, from the function and scheme of that team, the best athlete on that team is Alvin Kamara because he's good at uh, pass protection. He's a great runner. He is good in the pass game. He is one hell of a bailout for Drew Brees. The reason why he had down numbers during the middle of the year is because Taysom Hill was quarterback. And when Taysom Hill, he doesn't have that check down mentality yet. When Taysom Hill sees a rush coming or an issue forming or anything like that, you know what happens? He tucks it and runs. Drew Brees doesn't do that. He dumps it off. He checks it down. Which is why Alvin Kamara was going off this year. Because as people were saying, Drew Brees' arm just wasn't that great. Alvin Kamara was getting all those in-between yards. He's the best athlete for that team. No, slant boy Michael Thomas is not that guy. I'm just saying. And it's not Taysom Hill. Because 
I don't know. Do can I really just buy on a guy that's been used as a gadget player? Then all of a sudden is going to be your franchise quarterback? I could. Remember, Tyreek Hill was a gadget guy, and people still won't let that go. So I could, but he he's got to prove it to me. Eh, anyways, Saints win. Who cares? Um, the Packers are still pretty much the the team in the NFC, and I I am seeing more and more that there is a grand potential. There is a grand potential that we will get to see the rematch of Super Bowl one in the game that we were robbed of last year. And seeing Aaron Rodgers versus Patrick Mahomes. Green Bay versus the Kansas City Chiefs. Super Bowl one rematch. And the. (laughs) The duel between the best quarterbacks in the league right now. It's just a fact. And it'll be a beautiful thing to see. That'll be fan service to the T for me. Fan service to the T. And I would love it. And, and if the Chiefs beat Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers, it would be like the official passing of the torch of the new age gunslinger from Aaron Rodgers to Patrick Mahomes. What a time that would be. Also, Green Bay has a very hot and cold defense. So, um, you know, (laughs) hopefully that would work in our favor. And (laughs) one of our weakest points is our rushing game. And guess what? Clyde would be back. Lev Bell would be cooking. Daryl Williams, who is also cooking right now. And remember, last year, um, the Green Bay Packers gave uh, 182 yards before contact in the NFC Championship game, and they virtually did nothing to improve that defense. Just a thought, just a thought. Anyways, Buccaneers-Lions, another who gives a fuck? Who gives a fuck? Buccaneers beat the Lions. Great. Who cares? How many times do I have to say this Buccaneers team is just a team with cool cool names on, on the sheet? That's it. Um, yeah, Tom Brady. Yeah, Antonio Brown. Yeah, Gronkowski. Yeah, we're going to throw some touchdowns against a team that literally has nothing to play for. And, and <laughs> fuck it. Like, Come on. I'm not in it. I don't care. The Lions have no reason to play hard. The Buccaneers had every reason to have an ego game because they've been very wishy-washy themselves. There's a lot of people that aren't buying into them. And also, when you look at that NFC, you got to deal with Green Bay. You got to deal with the Saints. You get like you I'm sorry, but you're just not in the same class. That's just that. 49ers Cardinals, the battle of fucking Arizona it seems because uh, the 49ers have moved and been playing in Arizona and it 
it's another game of who cares. Like I'm I'm not going to spend time on these games that don't have weight anymore. We're moving into the playoffs. And it's a it's a whole different beast. I'm not going to give that energy when it's not needed. So 49ers Cardinals, who gives a fuck? Dolphins Raiders. This now this let me take a sip before this. Now, this is a little different. One, because remember, the Raiders won the Super Bowl in week five, right? That's what happened, right? <laughs> uh, so, this is one thing I don't really understand. Usually, the only saying when you have, and I've said this several times, when it comes to this team, when you have two quarterbacks, you have no quarterbacks. And I don't think I've ever explained that, but this is why I say that so much. When you have two quarterbacks, typically one offers a different skill set than the other. That's just how that goes. Look at Philadelphia with Carson Wentz and Jalen Hurts. Look at the Saints with Drew Brees and Taysom Hill. Um, look at the Chiefs with Patrick Mahomes and Chad Henney. Like there's, there's just a... A lot of examples of when you have two quarterbacks, one usually has a skill set that the other doesn't. In in Miami, they have that same issue, but they are somehow using that to their advantage. And that is typically what the drawback is because teams have to get used to playing with different players. It's just like when you see a team that their starting quarterback is not mobile. Their starting quarterback is a pocket passer, you know, things of that nature. When their backup comes in and he's a more mobile guy, you're seeing a lot more holds. You're seeing a lot more illegal man downfields. You're seeing a lot more false starts because everything's different. They have to deal with a mobile quarterback. They have to deal with things like that happening. For the Miami Dolphins, they are somehow taking advantage of that situation. Tua, anytime Tua gets cold, they throw Fitzmagic in, and somehow he goes in and he's he's Fitzmagic. <laughs> the ability that Tua does not have that Fitzpatrick does is the resiliency to win a game no matter what. Tua hasn't sharpened that to the NFL level yet. And because of that, somehow you can throw Fitzpatrick in and put him in a situation that he's been in time and time again. And he will come in hot and get it fucking rolling. My man's got his face mask ripped all the way to Fifth Street and still threw the bomb to get this game rolling. Dolphins win by one <laughs> and get the Raiders the fuck out. <sighs> what a time. What a time. Ravens-Giants, another ego game. Giants, who cares? You're looking at the Washington football team and all of their disarray. And you can't even take the division away from them. 
The Washington football team doesn't even have a name. They have no name, no mascot. Their emblem is a W. They've had a quarterback carousel of people behind center. Kyle Allen, Dwayne Haskins, Alex Smith, now uh, Heineke. Like, come on. <laughs> and what else? What else is another thing that I call the Washington football team winning the NFC East? Sorry, boys, but I'm on a roll. Ravens, who gives a fuck? They're going to be one and done in the playoffs. It, I'm sorry, Lamar Jackson hasn't he hasn't shown to me he can be that guy. He can't be that evolved version of himself when it comes playoff time. He can prove me wrong in two weeks. But I haven't seen it. Browns, Jets. I kind of touched on this earlier, and that's really the most I can say about it. Oh, BT Dubs. Uh, this show is going to be way shorter than normal, only because uh, I'm going to be jumping on Twitch after this. <laughs> so... Bobby, and I'm sorry to just uh, drop you like a bad habit, but boy, I'm moonwalking out this bitch, so that's just how it's going to be. But Browns-Jets, yeah, Baker, you're, you're not that savior. And I'm sorry for that. But yeah, you, you were in a bad situation where you didn't have your normal people around you. You couldn't do your thing like you used to, and that's it. Also, throwing 50-plus times when you don't have all your people, that also doesn't make sense to me. But hey, 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 who the fuck am I? Bears-Jaguars. Mr. Bisky, what are you What are you trying to prove? Like, granted, granted, <laughs> Mr. Bisky got benched when he was 3-0. He didn't lose a game. He didn't lose a game, and he got benched. So, uh, I mean, maybe he's trying to pr – I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I just know Bears fans still aren't sold on him, even though they're winning. Um, I'm not sold on him because I've seen him at his highs and lows, and it's just not good. But not for where he was drafted. I will say that. Not for where he was drafted. He is playing better than <laughs> – other quarterbacks, but just not where he was drafted. And like I said, he is going to end up, he's going to end up being that guy that was drafted before Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes. And Bears fans are always going to remember that. Bengals, Texans. I think the only thing noteworthy talking about this game is the rant that J.J. Watt went on after the game. And if you didn't hear that rant, um, basically what J.J. was talking about was the fact that um, I didn't even hear what he was asked. Honestly, the clip that I the clip that I heard was after uh, the question was asked, but he was basically breaking down how 
he thinks it's selfish that some players could have the thought of not playing their hearts out even when their team is, you know, down and out and literally by down and out, down and then out of the playoffs. Um, and then you still have a few weeks to go. And he was just talking about how uh, the fans are the ones that support them and the fans are the ones that, you know, come there every game, no matter if they are trash or not or in the playoffs or not and all that. And I, I mean, it was great. Now there, there's a little situation that's brewing right now where he's getting called out on a shot and there's some players that's calling cap on him, which I don't know, maybe JJ just put on a facade, but he said the right things to the media. So we have to go by what he said on the media and who wouldn't want that kind of character on their team. You know, if you're four, nine, four and 11 or, you know, whatever, like, yeah, if you can sit there and admit that, yeah, this team is trash, but I'm still coming in here and I'm playing my soul out like that. Yeah. That's, that's something that we can get behind. I'm sure JJ Watt Jersey skyrocketed. After that interview. I'm sure it did. But that's really all I have to say about that. Bengals, um, look, look, look out for them. That's all I'm going to say. Look out for them. Um, in a year and a half. In a year and a half. Only because... They are finding ways to win games when they should be completely out. They're just finding ways to do it. Makes no sense. And matter of fact, I'm going to save that one for a later show that you will only see on twitch.tv slash game armor game. You know what it is. Uh, so I'm going to head to a break on the other half of that break. We're going to, you know, breeze past the rest of that. The rest of this past week, uh, we're going to talk about what's going on. We're, you know, we're just going to fill some things out. Um, and then we're probably going to hop on Twitch. Um, shout out to my maintenance people. They came and finally fixed the heat in my household. So I'm not freezing my ass off no more. My wife's going to be ecstatic when she gets home because there's going to be heat. We haven't had heat uh, since it's gotten cold. Um, <laughs> which I know is pretty trash, but we, uh, we are through it now. So like I said, on the other side of this break, we'll take care of some business and then we will motherfucking get to the rest of it and then get on Twitch. <laughs> Thank you. 
Grab the cum and get like me. We ballin', ballin', sippin' on me and Jay, and I'm leanin' like MJ. Shout to Kenny, man. Lyrical Gina, them on mofos. Scale, that's a logo. LT, that be the name. Entertainment, that's my ammo. Order a bottle of XO. Pump PDA, oh, I love that life. Going hard all night in the club. No fights, just me and the fam in the mood. Just right. Drinks right now, wasted. Shots of control now, faded. Got the whole team with me. Plus, couple downs, and I can't change it. Light strobing all around the place. My eyes can focus, I'm trippy. But I'm having a real good time. You feel like I feel that you can bear with me. Yeah, I know my name. And I know the sound is insane. And the club is going ridiculous, going ish. Hell yeah, it's jumping, no trampoline, no spring hurdles. It's on the night. This is a free game club and after party anthem. We don't stop, pop that, don't stop, pop that, pop that standards. So pour a double cup, go ahead and take a sip. And wake up the next morning with the thoughts of saying this. All I know, 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 yeah, is we gon' have a party tonight, 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 tonight. All I know, 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 yeah, is we gon' have a party tonight, tonight, tonight. We can't see the party, we can't see the party, we can't see the party. Last call, was the last call for this venue here, but the after party's just popping off. We're gonna call around. And you know my situation Go to sleep, wake up, do it all again Same thing, new day, new clothes, new spot This routine here will never end And the only reason I do it Is to show you you can have fun with life I grind hard and shine hard Every day, why not party hard all night? You only live once, you gotta push off for that dream Before somebody knocks you off Handle your business and then you will witness your work or pay off You can do what you want So now I'm stunting I'm getting money My fam is with me This life is lovely Step forward, double cup Go ahead and take a sip And wake up the next morning with You know, I've been doing this for a minute now, and literally just a minute. I didn't, I didn't mean that in the long phrase. And uh, I, I feel like I skipped past a very important subject. But before that, <laughs> let's talk about one of our friends, Total Sports Kansas City. Ah, ah, ah. Total Sports Total Sports Kansas City has all of your signed memorabilia needs when it comes to being a fan of the Kansas City Chiefs. And I'm talking signed jersey, signs pictures, signed football, signed helmets, all of it. All of it at a great great price. Bro, and I'm not talking about some like Mm, some okay prices some oh maybe have to wait to get paid next prices right now you can get a frank clark auto autograph jersey 
for $109. Frank the Shark Clark. Smelling blood in the water. Frank Clark, 109. Autographed right there. If you are looking for any Kansas City Chiefs autographed memorabilia, and that's coming straight from the heart, straight from me. Like I said, I got all of mine in the closet. And if you don't believe me, <clears throat> check me out on twitch.tv slash game armor game. We're going to get them up for the Twitch stream. I got the Tyreek Hill signed. I got the Damian Wilson signed. I got the <laughs> the Dante Hall signed jersey. Boy, it's out here. I appreciate my people at Total Sports Kansas City. I appreciate what they do for the fans that are all in us. And that's why we're here. Oh, yeah, that beat drop was fire. If you didn't know, this is produced by yours truly. It's just easier to do things that way. It's easier to kind of be your own in-house production multimedia guy where you can just do it all so you don't have to ask for any favors. <laughs> anyways, anyways, to the thing that I glossed over. We're going to, you know, drop back and we're going to talk about Dwayne Haskins for a second because I I just saw a clip while I was on the break uh, of uh, Booger McFarlane talking about Dwayne Haskins and how he felt about the situation and all those things. And on my Twitch stream yesterday, I I threw some toast up, uh, you know, had a beer or whatever to Dwayne Haskins. And the reason why I did that, I am typically, I, I am not a person, not even typically, I am not a person to salute or laugh or anything like that. If anyone losing their job, especially in this, in this day and age, I'm just not. Uh, to me, that is very inhuman. But the reason why I toasted to Dwayne Haskins is because he may have put himself in a situation where he does not play football for anyone for a minute. When you get labeled as a distraction or you get labeled as someone that gets distracted in the league, it is very hard for teams to uh, buy in on you. It really is. And with that, comes Dwayne Haskins, who's been waived by a head coach that is very highly regarded in Ron Rivera. Now, we all knew Ron Rivera wasn't sold on Dwayne Haskins. We all knew that Haskins was not going to be the quarterback going into next year. But the thing that Haskins had a chance to do was get his head right, look forward, put plenty on tape, so that when he gets shipped off, it is to, it's in a situation where he can maneuver, he can control his own destiny, and go to a team that will be mutual beneficial for each team. Instead, he remained distracted. He remained doing dumbass things. He also remained being very bad on the field. You know how easy it is to overlook stupid shit when you can ball? I mean, I could go example after example of players that just do dumb shit outside of the field. Players that get distracted. Players that maybe try to do too much at one time instead of just focusing on ball. 
that's that's Dwayne Haskins. But instead, they went on the field and were the top three best athletes on the on the grass or on the turf. Dwayne Haskins probably isn't even the top 20 out of 22 on the field. I had a lot of, you know, hope and aspirations for Dwayne Haskins. I, seeing his tape, seeing his build, and trying to project him to take that next step going into the NFL. But I should have known. I should have known the glaring issue at draft day. If people didn't know, at draft day, he was charging people to come to his draft party. You know, most people during their draft party, it's like friends, family. If you hold an event somewhere, like it's still friends, family, and then maybe everybody has a plus one or two. No, he was charging people to come to his draft party. He was pissed when he fell into the draft, saying that he couldn't believe that there was other people that were drafted above him. Now, I thought right there, I glossed over the little minute thing. I glossed over that and just immediately thought, oh, this kid's going to come in cold because he has a chip on the shoulder. No, he just came in cold. When a guy of the last name Heineke can come in, he can come in and just lead your team down the field. When your offense starts moving up and down the field, everyone now knows you were the problem. It is now nationally televised. You have the attention you wanted. There are too many football players that have come into the league too early mentally. And they are so ready to put in their Twitter and Instagram bio and all that. Oh, wide receiver for the such and such team. Tied in for the such and such team. QB for the such and such team. Taking pictures with their uniforms or new cleats. They practice for 25 minutes just to get a clip to put on Instagram. But it's not them taking the extra reps. It's not them being one of the last in the room. It's them putting on a show. It's them growing this, this facade, this brand of, yeah, I'm the quarterback for the Washington football team. That's cool. But Dwayne Haskins is not the young Simba that he says he is. He's not. Simba grew up and became a king. Simba grew up and became the leader of a pride. Dwayne Haskins has only shown that he is more close to a Timon and Pumbaa type character. It's been funny. It's been humorous. You did your best to fit in. But when it all comes down to it, you are not the king. You are a sideshow. That's who he is. 
Booger McFarlane laid all of that out. And if you know me personally, I am not a big fan of Booger when he is on commentary, but that was probably the best piece of multimedia that he's put out. That's just me being honest. Uh, so honestly, look, guys, going to be uh, completely transparent with you. Uh, the rest of the games that we have left to talk about, Colts, Steelers, um, already touched on that. Uh, Panthers, Washington, I pretty much touched on that as well. Uh, Broncos, Chargers, who cares? Uh, both of their teams need, I don't want to say overhauls because that's going to make it seem like they need to just dump everybody. But Drew Locke is not the guy for the Broncos, even though this game, it was not his fault that they lost. Uh, the Chargers need to do anything and everything to make sure Justin Herbert has a all-star season next year. Because if they don't, they just need to blow the whole thing up. Um, Justin Herbert is playing his soul out, and the rest of the team, eh, not so much. Um, Eagles-Cowboys, I cannot believe the Eagles are still finding ways to lose games, but they are. And against the Cowboys, I don't understand. Rams Seahawks. Um, look, Jared Goff has this thing where the second that he starts getting uncomfortable, he almost has Tom Brady syndrome. The second he starts getting uncomfortable, he just almost turns into a completely different person. He just doesn't have that mode that Tom Brady has. But yeah, Jared Goff just looked uncomfortable. Jared Goff didn't look that great. Um, you know, pass rush was getting to him. And then also, well, he broke his fucking thumb on that helmet. So uh, that doesn't help. <laughs> that does not help at all. Um, Seahawks win. Seahawks are in the playoffs. Um, are they the team that everyone should be so worried about sneaking into the playoffs and, and all that? I, I just don't know. Um, everyone talks about how you don't want to see the Seahawks in the playoffs. You don't want to see Pete Carroll in the, in the playoffs. But I just don't know if they're still that team, if they're still that franchise of like, Oh boy, the Seahawks are going to come in and shake things up. I don't know. And if I don't know, that tells you something because so far, everything that I've said that I know on this show has been correct. So, yeah, man, I just, I just don't know. Uh, Titans, Packers, uh, have a fucking day, Aaron Rodgers. That's all I have to say. Um, you are mm, 99%. More than likely going to be the MVP, especially since um, Mahomes will more than likely be sitting this week. Uh, matter of fact, Aaron Rodgers might be as well. But, um, you know, I was thinking if Mahomes, uh, you know, had a day against the Falcons and threw three or four touchdowns, a couple hundred yards, um, more like 400 yards. You know, if he could have cracked... 5,000, then I think there would be a, a, a big argument on what's going on, or even close. If you would hit 4-9, um, so, you know, oh, it's funny. I just got a message from uh, one of my guys that's part of one of my fantasy leagues. Uh, he won last year. I won this year. Um, so things have gone a little better <laughs> when it comes to fantasy football. Uh, but yeah, Aaron Rodgers have a day. Uh, Bills Patriots. I did not even watch this game. I didn't. I was live on Twitch. 
I was streaming. I, I just didn't care to watch this because I knew what it was. I knew exactly what all of it was. Um, Josh Allen, who cares? Everyone wants to leak him back into the MVP conversation. Please stop. Um, and the Patriots virtually have no offense or no defense. Um, and we need to prepare to uh, not see the Patriots really around too much anymore. At least not for a minute. You have to recover at quarterback, running back, tight end, wide receiver, uh, linebacker, cornerback. Because who knows if Gilmore is going to be around. It's just a lot to do. And I don't know how long Bill's going to be around. How long is he going to be around to rebuild this whole team and try to keep it all in for another such and such years? How, how long? I can't tell you. I can't tell you at all. But with that being said, guys, this is the last hoorah. This is the last one. There will be no show on Thursday. And then after the new year, we will be on twitch.tv slash game armor game. That's where we'll be at. I finally got my, my transitions finished. Um, so now it's just not like bummy flipping back and forth between my scenes. Uh, but it's brand new overlays. It's brand new graphics. It's me getting more comfortable in, in, in this setting, in that setting. Um, and then we will find out what days that I do uh, this because, you know, I've been doing this every Tuesday and Thursday. Uh, but being on Twitch and then also streaming, you know, games and stuff on Twitch, I will have to figure out how I do all of it because, um, like, I don't have my stuff, like, completely set up. I don't have, like, a room where I can dedicate it and leave it there. So, like, it to me, it feels like it takes the whole day to set everything up, get everything rolling, shoot, edit, like, all that kind of stuff. So, we'll just see how it all works out. But I am happy to say goodbye to Podbean. I am happy to be able to uh, go somewhere that has garnered so much attention in Twitch. Um, like I said, last week, last Tuesday, we were trying to get to 200. We got to 200 right at the end of the show. I woke up this morning at 3.02. Um, so it is still consistently growing. It is not just a, the, you know, the initial burst when you get a new social media, everybody just kind of like jumps on it real quick. No, it, it is still constantly growing. And I appreciate every single person that has, been on that has shared something and on here anybody that has followed me on here anyone that shared anything on here i appreciate you to the people that come in right when you get the live load notification to the people that come in right at the end i appreciate everyone that followed me on here this will be the last episode on podbean um but you can also catch the podcast um anywhere podcast or stream on the kcpn app uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and now we'll be live streaming on twitch.tv slash game armor game. I appreciate y'all. And for the last time, Podbean, I <laughs> am out of here. Thank you for listening to the Voice of Fandom Podcast. 
You can join live every Tuesday and Thursday by downloading the Podbean app or listen to audio playback exclusively through the Kansas City Podcast Network, available by app download or anywhere else you choose to listen to your podcasts.